the Mahabharat, the epic of ancient India condensed into English verse. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Om123. Mahabharat, the epic of ancient India condensed into English verse by Ramesh Dutt. Book One, Astradarshan, the Tournament. The scene of the epic is the ancient kingdom of the Kurus, which flourished along the upper course of the Ganges. And the historical fact on which the epic is based is a great war which took place between the Kurus and the neighboring tribe, the Panchals, in the thirteenth or fourteenth century before Christ. According to the epic, Pandu and Triturastra, who was born blind, were brothers. Pandu died early, and Triturastra became king of the Kurus, and brought up the five sons of Pandu along with his hundred sons. Yudhisthira, the eldest son of Pandu, was a man of truth and piety. Veem, the second, was a stalwart fighter, and Arjun, the third son, distinguished himself above all the other princes in arms. The two youngest brothers, Nakul and Sahadev, were twins. Duryodhan was the eldest son of Triturastra, and was jealous of his cousins, the sons of Pandu. A tournament was held, and in the course of the day a warrior named Karn, of unknown origin, appeared on the scene and proved himself a worthy rival of Arjun. The rivalry between Arjun and Karn is the leading thought of the epic as the rivalry between Achilles and Hector is the leading thought of the Iliad. It is only necessary to add that the sons of Pandu, as well as Kern, were, like the heroes of Homer, god-born chiefs. Some god inspired the birth of each. Yudhisthira was the son of Dharm or Virtue, Veem of Vayu or Wind, Arjun of Indra or Rain-god. The twin youngest were the sons of the Ashin twins, and Kern was the son of Surya, the sun, but was believed by himself and by all others to be the son of a simple chariot driver. The portion translated in this book forms sections 134 to 137 of Book I of the original epic in Sanskrit, Calcutta edition of 1834. 1. The Gathering Wrathful Sons of Dhritarashtra born of Kuru's royal race, righteous sons of noble Pandu, god-born man of godlike grace. Skill in arms attained this princess from a Brahman warrior bold, drone, priest and proud preceptor, peerless chief of days of old. Outspake drone to the monarch in the Asdina's royal hall, spake to Vishma and to Kripa, spake to lords and courtiers all. Mark the gallant princess monarch, trained in arms and warlike art. Let them prove their skill and valor, rein the steed and throw the dart. Answered then the ancient monarch, joyful was his royal heart. Best of Brahmans and of warriors, nobly hast thou done thy part. Name the place and fix the moment, hold a royal tournament. Publish wide the laws of combat, publish far thy king's consent. Sightless rolled these orbs of vision, 
dark to me is noon daylight. Happier man will mark the tawny and the peerless princess fight. Let the good and wise widower serve the mandate and be haste. Let a father's pride and gladness fill this old and cheerless breast. Then the good and wise widower unto his duties bound, drone blessed with skill and wisdom, measured out the tawny ground. Clear of jungle was the meadow by a crystal fountain graced, drone on the lighted altar, holy gifts and offerings placed. Holy was the star of species, and the hour was calm and bright. Man from distant town and hamlet gave to view the sacred rite. Then arose white stately mansions, built by architects of fame, decked with arms for Kuru's monarch and for every royal dame. And the people built their stages, circling round the listed green, and the nobles with their white tents graced a fair and festive scene. Brightly dawned the festal morning, and the monarch left his hall, Fishma and the pious creeper with the lords and courtiers all. And they came unto the mansions, gay and glittering, gold and cased, decked with gems and rich vaiduria, and with strings of pearls belaced. Fair Gandhari, queen of Kuru, Pritha, Pandu's widowed dame, ladies in their gorgeous garments, maids of beauty and of fame. Mounted on their glittering mansions, where the tints harmonious blend, as on Meru's golden mountain, queens of heavenly gods ascend. And the people of the city, Brahmans, Bashyas, Kshatriyas, Vold, man from stall and loom and anvil, gathered thick the young and old. And arose the sound of trumpet, and the surging people's cry, Like the voice of angry ocean, tempest-lashed, sublime and high. Came the saintly white-robed Drona, white his sacrificial tread, White his sandal mark and garlands, white the locks that crowned his head. With his son, renowned for valor, walked forth drone, radiant high, so the moon with Mars conjoined walks upon the cloudless sky. Offerings to the gods immortal, then the priestly warrior made. Brahmans with their chanted mantra, worship and obeisance paid. And the festive note of sung, mingled with the trumpet's sound, throngs of warriors, various armed, came unto the listed ground. 2 the princess countleted and jewel goddled now the warlike princess came with their stately bows and quivers and their swords like wreaths of flame each behind his elder stepping could it is dear first of all each his wondrous skill displaying held the silent crowds in thrall and the man in admiration marked them with joyful eye or by sudden panic-stricken stooped to let the arrow fly mounted on their rapid coursers oft the princess proved their aim racing hit the targe with arrows lettered with their royal name with their glinting sunlit weapons shone the youths sublime and high more than the mortals seemed the princess like gandharvas of the sky 
shouts of joy the people uttered as by sudden impulse driven mingled voice of tens of thousands struck the pealing vault of heaven still the princess shook their weapons drove the deep resounding car or on steed or tusker mounted waged the glorious mimic war mighty sword and ample buckler ponderous mace the princess wield brightly gleamed their lightning rapiers as they ranged the listed field brave and fearless in their action and their movement quick and light skilled and true the trust and parry of their weapons flaming bright three vim and duryodhan vim came and proud duryodhan with their masses held on high like to cliffs with lofty turrets cleaving through the azure sky in their warlike arms a quadrant with their guarded loins they stood like to untamed jungle tuskers in the deep and echoing oud and as tuskers ranged the forest so they ranged the spacious field right to left and back they wander and their ponderous masses wield unto kuru's sightless monarch wise vidur drew the scene pritha proudly of the princess spake unto the kuru queen while the stalwart vim battled with duryodhan brave and strong fierce in wrath for one or other shouted forth the maddened throng hail to kuru prince duryodhan hail to vim hero proud sounds like these from surging myriads rose in tumult deep and loud and with troubled vision drone marked the heaving restless plain marked the crowd by anger shaken like the tempest shaken main to his son then whispered drone quick the tumult to appease part the armed and angry wrestlers bid the deadly combat cease with their lifted clubs the princess slow retired on signal given like the parting of the billows mighty heaving tempest driven came forth then the ancient jonah on the open battleground stopped the drum and lofty trumpet spake in voice like thunder sound bade him come the gallant arjun pious prince and warrior skilled arjun born of mighty indra and with bisnu's prowess field four the advent of arjun gauntleted and jewel-girdled with his bow of ample height archer arjun pious-hearted to the gods performed a rite then he stepped forth proud and stately in his golden mail encased like the sunlit cloud of evening with the golden rainbow graced and the gladness steered the people all around the listed plain voice of drum and blare of trumpet rose with sankha's festive strain mark the gallant son of pandu whom the happy Brita wore mark the heir of indra's valor matchless in his arms and lore mark the warrior young and valiant peerless in his skill of arms mark the pure-souled pious chieftain decked with grace and varied charms Prita heard such grateful voices borne aloft unto the sky milk of love suffused her bosom tear of joy was in her eye and to arrested kuru's monarch joyous accents struck his ear 
and he turned to wise widower seeking for the cause to hear wherefore like the voice of ocean when the tempest winds prevail rise these voices of the people and the spacious skies assail answered him the wise widower it is praetor's gallant boy godlike moves in golden armor and the people shout for joy pleased am i so spake the monarch and i bless my happy faith Prita's sons like fires of Yegya, sanctified his mighty state. Now the voices of the people died away, and all was still. Arjun to his proud preceptor showed his might and matchless skill. Towering high or lowly bending, on the turf or on his car, with his bow and glistening arrows, Arjun waged the mimic war. Targets on the wide arena, mighty tough for wondrous small with his arrows bright unfailing arjun pierced them one and all wild boar shaped of solid iron coursed a wide extending field in its jaws five glistening arrows sent the archer wondrous killed cow horn by a tread suspended was by winds unceasing swayed one and twenty well-aimed arrows on this moving mark he laid and with equal skill his rapier did the godlike Arjun wield, whirling round his maze of battle ranged the spacious tawny field. 5. The Advent of Kern Now the feats of arm are ended, and the closing hour draws nigh. Music's voices hushed in silence, and dispersing crowds pass by. Hark! Like welkin-shaking thunder, wakes a deep and deadly sound clank and din of warlike weapons burst upon the tented ground are the solid mountains splitting is it bursting of the art is it tempest spilling accent whence the lightning takes its part thoughts like these alarm the people for the sound is dread and high to the gate of the arena turns the crowd with anxious eye Gathered round preceptor Drona, Pandu's sons in armor bright, Like the five-starred constellation Round the radiant queen of night. Gathered round the proud Duryodhan, Dreaded for his exploits done, All his brave and warlike brothers And preceptor Drona's son. So the gods encircled Indra, Thunder-wielding, fierce and bold, when he scattered Dhanu's children in the misty days of old. Pale before the unknown warrior, gathered nations part in twain, conqueror of hostile cities, lofty Kern treads the plain. In his golden mail a quadrant, and his rings of yellow gold, like a moving cliff in statue, armed comes the chieftain bold. Pritha, yet unwedded, bore him, Peerless archer on the art, portion of the solar radiance, for the sun inspired his bird. Like a tusker in his fury, like a lion in his ear, like the sun in untied radiance, like the all-consuming fire. Lion-like in build and muscle, stately as a golden palm, blessed with every very manly virtue, peerless warrior, proud and calm. With his looks serene and lofty, field of war the chief surveyed, scarce to creep out or to drone, 
honor and obedience made. Still the panic-stricken people viewed him with unmoving gaze. Who may be this unknown warrior? questioned they in hushed amaze. Then in voice of pealing thunder spake fair Prita's eldest son. Unto Arjun, Prita's youngest, each alas to each unknown. All thy feats of weapons, Arjun, done with vain and needless boast. These and greater I accomplish, witness be this mighty host. Thus spake proud and peerless Kern, in his accents deep and loud, and as moved by sudden impulse, leaped in joy the listening crowd. And a gleam of mighty transport glows in proud Duryodhan's heart, flames of wrath and jealous anger from the eyes of Arjun's start. Drone gave the word, and Kern, Prita's war-beloving son, with his sword and with his arrows, did the feats by Arjun done. 6. The Rival Warriors Joyful was the proud Duryodhan, gladness gleamed upon his face, and he spake to gallant Kern with a dear and fond embrace. Welcome, mighty armed chieftain, thou hast victor's honors won. Thine is all my wealth and kingdom, named I wish, and it is done. Answered Kern to Duryodhan, Prince, thy word is good as deed. But I seek to combat Arjun, and to win the victor's meed. Noble is the boon thou seekest, answered Kuru's prince of fame. Be a joy unto your comrades, let the foreman dread thy name. Anger flamed in Arjun's bosom, and he spake in accents rude, unto Kern, who in triumph calm and proud and fearless stood. Chief, who comest uninvited, prettest in thy lying boast, thou shalt die the death of braggarts, witness be this mighty host. Karn answered calm and proudly, Free this listed field to all. Warriors enter by their prowess, wait not, Arjun, for thy call. Warlike chieftains take their places by their strength of arm and might. And their warrant is their falchion, valor sanctifies their right. Angry word is coward's weapon, Arjun, speak with arrows keen, Till I lay thee, witness drone, low upon the listed green. Drone gave the word impartial, wrathful Arjun, dread of foes, Parted from his loving brothers, with his glistening arms arose. Karn clasped the Kuru princess, Parted from them one and all, With his bow and ample quiver, Proudly stepped the warrior tall. Now the clouds with lurid flashes Gathered darkling, thick and high, Lines of cranes like gleams of laughter Sailed across the gloomy sky. Rain Ganindra over Arjun Watched with father's partial love, Sun God Surya over Karn Shed his light from far above. Arjun stood in darkening shadow By the inky clouds concealed. Bold and bright in open sunshine, Radiant Kern stood revealed. Proud Duryodhan and his brothers Stood by Kern calm and bold. 
drone stood by gallant Arjun, and brave Pishma, warrior old. Women too with partial glances viewed the one or other chief, but by equal love divided, silent Prita swooned in grief. Wise Vidur, true to duty, with an anxious hurry came, sandal drops and sprinkled waters, roused the wood-distracted dame. And she saw her sons in combat, words of woe she uttered none, speechless wept, for none must fathom, Karn was her eldest son. 7. The Anointment of Karn Crested Karn, helmed Arjun, proudly trod the spacious green. Creeper, skilled in herald's duties, spake upon the dreadful scene. This is helmet-wearing Arjun, sprung of Kuru's mighty race, Pandu's son and born by Pritha, prince of oat and warlike craze. Long-armed chief, declare thy lineage, and the race thou dost adorn, name thy mother and thy father, and the house that saw thee born. By the rules of war, Prince Arjun claims his rival chief to know. Princes may not draw their weapon against a base and nameless foe. Kern, silent, hard dismantled, but his bard could not proclaim. Like a ranger-pelted lotus, bent his humble head in shame. Prince Urakan, cried Duryodhan, not the man of birth alone, warlike leader of his forces, as a prince and chief we own. Kern by his warlike valor, is of crowned kings the peer. Kern shall be crowned monarch, nations shall his mandate here. For to the broad the corn and treasure, golden coin and water jar, on the throne they seated Kern, famed in many a deathful war. Brahmans chanted sacred mantra, which the holy books ordain, and anointed Karn monarch, king of Anga's fair domain. And they raised the red umbrella, and they waved the jory fan. Blessings on the crowned monarch, honor to the bravest man. Now the holy rites accomplished, in his kingly robes arrayed, Karn unto Prince Duryodhan, thus in grateful accents prayed. Gift of kingdom, good Duryodhan, speak at well thy noble heart. What return can grateful Kern humbly render on his part? Grant thy friendship, cried Duryodhan, for no other boon I crave. Be Duryodhan's dearest comrade, be his helper, true and brave. Be it so, responded Kern, with a proud and noble grace, and he sealed his loyal friendship in a dear and fond embrace. 8. THE CHARIOT DRIVER Wet with drops of toil and languor, lo, a chariot driver came, loosely hung his scanty garments, and a staff offelled his frame. Kern, now a crowned monarch, to the humble charioteer, bent his head, still moist with water, as unto a parent dear. With his cantic lot, the driver sought his dusty feet to hide, and he hailed the gallant Kern as his son and as his pride. 
and he clasped unto his bosom crowned Karn's noble head, and on Karn's dripping forehead fresh and loving teardrops said, Is his son of chariot driver? Doubts arose in Veem's mind, and he sought to humble Karn with reproachful words unkind. Wilt thou, high-descended hero, with a kuru cross thy brand, but the goad of cattle-drivers better suits, my friend, thy hand. Wilt thou, as a crowned monarch, rule a mighty nation's will, as the jackals of the jungle sacrifice a offering steal? Quivered Karn's leaves in anger, word of answer spake he none, but a deep sigh shook his bosom, and he gazed upon the sun. 9. Close of the Day Like a lordly tasker, rising from a beauteous lotus lake, Rose Duryodhan from his brothers, proudly does to Veem spake. With such insults seek not Veem, does to cause a warrior grief. Bitter taunts but ill befit thee, warlike tiger-wasted chief. Proudest chief may fight the humblest, for like rivers' noble course, noble deeds proclaim the warrior, and we question not their source. Teacher drone, priest and warrior, owns a poor and humble bird. Creeper, noblest of Gotham, springeth from the lowly earth. Known to me thy lineage weem, thine and of thy brothers for. Amorous gods your birth inspired, so they say, in days of yore. Mark the great and gallant kern, decked in rings and weapons fair. She dear breeds not lordly tigers in her poor and lowly lair. Kern comes to rule the wide art, not fair Angus reams alone, by his valor and his weapons, by the homage which I own. And if prince or armed chieftain doth my word or deed gainsay, let him take his bow and quiver, meet me in a deadly fray. Loud applauses greet the challenge, and the people's joyful cry, but the thickening shades of darkness fill the art and evening sky. And the red lamp's fitful lusher shone upon the field around, slowly with the peerless kern, proud Duryodhan left the ground. Pandu's sons with warlike drone marked the darksome close of the day. And with Kripa and with Vishma, homeward silent, bent their way. Arjun is the gallant victor, valiant Karna has won the day. Prince Duryodhan is the winner, various does the people say. By some secret sign apprised, Britain knew her gallant boy, saw him crowned King Abanga with a mother's sacred joy. And with greater joy, Duryodhan fastened Karn to his side. Feared no longer Arjun's prowess, Arjun's skills of arms and pride. Even Judisti reckoned Karn, mightier warrior on the earth. Half misdoubted Arjun's prowess, Arjun's skill and warlike word. End of Book One